This is Jasmine Cephas-Jones, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Shawbell. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Shawbell. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is actress, singer, and producer Jasmine Cephas-Jones. Jasmine is best known as playing the dual roles of Peggy Schuler and Maria Reynolds in the Broadway musical Hamilton. More recently, she stars in season two of the Stars show Blindspotting. We talk about the show, Hamilton, her career, and more during this episode. Jasmine, welcome to Five Questions. Thank you for having me. How did your parents, who were also in the entertainment industry, influence your career? They brought me everywhere with them. My dad, he started out in theater and I was that kid that was doing my homework in the lighting booth and hanging out with the costume designer and running around backstage. It was part of my life. I was always like playing somewhere in the theater. My mom had the most amazing record collection and I'd come home and I would find music through, you know, some of her amazing records like Inner Visions by Stevie Wonder, one of my favorite albums of all time. And Living for the City was my audition song for middle school, high school and Berkeley College of Music. And I found that on my own when I was about 10 years old. My parents literally brought me everywhere with them. When my dad was doing poetry at New York and Poets Cafe, like I, I was at the cafe <laughs> till like two in the morning. I was just kind of everywhere. And so I grew up around a lot of like amazing actors and a theater company, Labyrinth Theater Company that all worked together as artists and directed for the first time and, and analyzed scripts together. And I being around just great music and, and musicians. So it literally was a part of my routine as a kid and they've influenced me so much. And I'm, I'm so grateful that they never really left me out. They kind of just included me in their everyday life as well as artists. Yeah, well, some parents are like, you don't want to be in Broadway, you don't want to be on TV shows or be an actor, actress, like go find a job in finance or something. Your parents were already doing it. So you had that firsthand exposure to see kind of how it worked and to see how much maybe joy, you know, people were feeling in that industry, especially your parents who were raising you at the same time. You had a huge breakout with Hamilton. What was the biggest highlight during your time as a cast member? There's so many, but I think the biggest highlight for me was Prince is one of my favorite musicians of all time. And I even, for my audition for Peggy Schuyler and Mariah Reynolds, I sang How Come You Don't Call Me by Prince was one of my songs. The day before that he came to the show, he surprised all of the cast of Hamilton and The Color Purple and invited us to a party after the show. It was something out of a dream. He invited us to this like small little like lounge and this woman was DJing and so many people were there. And then he like put on a show and he was like, it was like this balcony and Jennifer Hudson came out and sang and it literally felt like a dream. And like, I got to meet him too. And and I got to say hi to him and he came to the show the next day. And I think a couple of months later, he, he passed away. It was just a huge moment for me to meet one of my favorite artists of all time and for him to see me perform. And for me to experience kind of like this dreamlike way of of meeting Prince and and kind of being in his element and, it, it, you know, his energy. And it really was like something out of a movie. And then I think the other thing for me was when the album came out, 
the album to to Hamilton and I'll never forget it the first time we performed when the album came out people were singing along to it already and so it was a moment of oh my god like this is about to be so much more than than I ever dreamed of and it's about to hit people so hard <laughs> and what have we done <laughs> <laughs> yeah Pandora's box is open you can't you can't close yeah. it it, it was such a beautiful moment. We saw people, you know, mouthing the words already. It was like the day after the album came out and everybody knew all the words to it already. It was, that was also an incredible moment as well. Now a word from our sponsor. Having trouble hiring, retaining, and developing your workforce? iSolved is here to help. iSolved People Cloud is a comprehensive human capital management solution that helps you employ enable and empower your workforce throughout the entire employment life cycle. From attracting and recruiting, to onboarding and compliance, from payroll and benefits, to time and labor management, and from talent management to predictive people analytics. Transform your employee experience for a better today and a better tomorrow with iSolved. For more information, go to isolvedhcm.com. How did your background in theater impact your storytelling and performance in blind spotting? Oh my God, in so many ways. Theater is everything. Theater is my base. And I think me learning how to be really grounded in my performance, I learned in theater, not dropping the ball and using other people's energy and what they give to me and bouncing off of that. I learned all from theater. I learned all in my acting training. I break the fourth wall in this show and I do heightened verse and I kind of approach them like Shakespearean monologues. And and so the way that I analyze the script or I analyze the verse, I break them all down in a bunch of thoughts and look at it like that instead of me rapping or me even doing spoken word. It's all the things how I would approach a monologue in theater or like a Shakespearean monologue, even more like that is how I approach these heightened verse. Yeah. The reason why I asked that question, I ask it a lot for a lot of people, especially in entertainment, but even sports and, and business, you you know, what you've already done, your kind of foundational like skills, let's say in entertainment prepares you for the next thing, whether you're recognizing it as you're making that move or not. And now in hindsight, you're like, oh, well, because I learned these type of skills, learn how to do this and perform and get comfortable and confident now, like, because, you know, I'm doing this new thing, I'm now set up for success. And then who knows what else you have that coming down the pipeline, eventually, like all of these skills, all these experiences are only going to help you. Absolutely. Without you even knowing. Exactly. And how is the show? and role pushed you as an artist? And what have you learned from the experience? This show pushes me. I always say like, I walk out of each season as a better artist. I think a lot of it has to do, unfortunately with TV sometimes is you don't get a lot of time. It really is relying on the actor who has a lot to do. I think going into like the toolbox, or as we said before, going into like their training and really relying on that. This show has really, pushed me in so many ways. And I've I've like often said to Rafa and Diggs, like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I've said this multiple times to them. And they've always turned around to me and they've said, yes, you can. We didn't write this because we didn't think that you could do it. And so every time I have that little seed of doubt, the show always pushes me and I and I come out the other side of like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that. And a lot of it is with time. You get rewrites last minute. A lot of the verses I've done, you know, we're running out of light. And so we're so close with time. Or that last verse that I did in episode five, I got it the night before. 
because of rewrites. I'm really relying on, you know, how quickly I'm memorizing and how much, you know, I'm putting the thought and ideas and me analyzing what I'm given so quickly. And so I have to make choices quickly and I have to rely on my gut. I have to rely on what I think Ashley would do and, and that's okay. When we get to set, there's also not a lot of rehearsal time. I have to make a lot of like solid acting decisions on, on what I want to do with this character in a very short amount of time. That really pushes you, I think, as an artist. Blind spotting and being in a TV show kind of forces me to get out of that and to really just go, okay, go. It's like a good exercise almost. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a lot of kind of mental challenges to get through to be able to kind of perform and adapt to this medium. And what's your best piece of career advice? You're always going to have some fear. I think it's learning how to move through the fear and learning how to navigate through it. I think whether that's like that big audition, whether that's, you know, you finally get the part and you're so nervous, <laughs> you know, I think that fear is there because you care. And I think that nervousness, that fear, it's learning how to cut through that learning and having the tools to be able to still have that, but like perform with it and work through it and not let that stop you. Don't let the fear stop you. Learn how to work through the fear. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Jasmine. To follow her journey, you can watch Blind Spotting and find her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where she shares her appearances, family, and latest projects. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Dan And please remember to rate and review the Five Questions podcast on iTunes. Mm-hmm.